0: Look out for these and other great new releases from Guild at your local video library I'm
1: Jake Brady This is Club Hell Thanks for coming kids Hello This is Notes from
0: the Back Row a cinema podcast of commentary, questions, answers, dreams, fears, joy rides, hell rides, and so much more. So strap in for a veritable cinematic Coney Island of the mind. And welcome to another episode of Notes from the Back Row. My name is Dan Gorman and I am here with... Carlo Nielo. Yeah. It's another (laughs) Hoser Horror episode of Notes from the Back Row. Before we get to the Hoser Horror, if you'd like to get in contact with us, you can go to back-row.com. You can email us at backrowcineblog at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at backrowcineblog.com. And, for anyone who might not know what this show is, um, Notes from the Back Row is the official podcast of Back-Row.com. It's kind of like a magazine subscription for your podcast app. There are different episodes. Uh, Sometimes it's a roundtable episode. Sometimes two people of the four might be talking about something. This week it's Hoser Horror. Next week it might be Elevated Horror with two other people. So, it's always something new. It's always something fresh and fun.
1: Never know what you're going to get.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, Hoser Horror. This is our ongoing series where we pair up two Canadian horror movies, sometimes related, sometimes a bit more tangentially related, but generally some kind of a theme. And uh, we try and pick movies that aren't, you know, we're going to do Black Christmas eventually, but, you know, we're going to try and get some of them more interesting picks
1: yeah speaking of which uh <laughs> talking about canadian horror and classics and black christmas so yeah what about that remake news
0: <laughs> yes remake uh of black christmas of the original i'm going to assume
1: they, uh, yeah I, I guess well probably mm-hmm. they're probably not gonna go back to the 2006 one and, and go like okay let's make something like this let's...
0: yellow skin
1: yeah I mean (laughs) yeah there's some weird stuff in that movie I like that movie but there's some weird stuff in that movie it's uh
0: yeah um I'm uh, listen I have been long on the side of remake Mm. every movie ever I don't care yeah same You know, so I'm excited it's by a director who did a movie called Always Shine Uh, Sophia Takal apparently that movie was very interesting I heard good buzz about it but I haven't seen it but it seems
1: like you know a cool pick for a black christmas remake yeah i've uh, never heard of that movie but yeah i'm i'm the same as you just remake whatever but don't yeah. try to make the same thing just make no. make your own thing um based on yeah. something sure but make your own damn thing <laughs> totally as That's... much um
0: shade as we've thrown at the back row at the Suspiria remake mm. and you'll hear some of that maybe next uh, episode <laughs> some more of that um but I mean it was doing it's doing its own thing and I didn't love it but I'm happy that it was made and that it was made the way it was made it's you know they did something different yeah another movie
1: yeah. I still haven't seen <laughs> but yeah I tend to sleep on just new stuff yeah uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm like around to it. excited because it's like this winter they're saying that's super soon but then again um, it's gotta
0: it's gotta be like in production yeah yeah about to be in production yeah i
1: mean back in the day sure you could shoot a movie on a week or two (laughs) like roger (laughs) Roger corman style just crank him out but i don't think that's what they're gonna do i mean it's blumhouse as well doing it yeah um yeah i mean those nightmare and elm
0: street movies there is a few of them where it was, like, less than a year and the next one was out. Yeah, so. true. Yeah, <laughs>
1: totally. Um, mm, yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah. I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, so,
0: yeah, good good call on bringing that up as the Can- uh, Canadian content. It's yeah, I mean, it,
1: it ties in. Uh, yeah. Totally. Definitely.
0: <clears throat> um, so, our first movie this week. If Well, you've already read the title of the episode, so you know, but... <laughs> We're doing animal attack movies of their, of which there are a few in Canada. Um, but today we're doing two very special ones. <laughs> the first of which is called Psycho Pike. little R&R. Do some fishing. Well, I guess I wouldn't be doing my duty if I didn't inform you of the disappearance of a local man. Last we heard, he was going fishing. That was three days ago. It wasn't no hook. It
1: was a fish. Northern pike. It had teeth like a... Well, damn sharp. Crazy thing jumped right out of the lake and grabbed me. Clamped right onto my brow. Them fish are getting stranger and stranger.
0: I was reading in the Angling Bible that that pikey ducks. I like to think of the lake is a large swimming pool. I don't want to hear about food chain. From 1992. <laughs> and this movie was basically
1: a lost movie <laughs> for a number of years. It, it was... Is it still not... Lo- yeah, I mean, sort of lost? Well, people yeah, people I mean... can find it, but it's, it's, it's on YouTube. I yeah. guess. Yeah, but that's like... There's no DVD or Blu-ray. No, or it, there is a VHS, but is that an official?
0: I'm pretty sure it has a number of bootlegged VHS releases, but no official release. Um, and yeah, and and so for a long time though, this movie was like lost, lost, and nobody, nobody, like people had it, but there was, there was no no way for any number of people to see it that weren't just people that had a VHS of it so yeah eventually there was a facebook push there was a group on facebook that pushed for somebody to digitize a copy and it happened um yeah i believe it, i believe it had something to do with mike white of the um of the projection booth podcast um i think i saw something about him uploading a vhs rip but yeah so this movie was shot um on sky lake in ontario and was almost most notable for a number of years for being covered in the magazine cottage country
1: yeah but what kind of magazine is cottage country (laughs) it's like a magazine about
0: cottage country okay (laughs) (laughs) it's like a magazine for people that have a cottage and they go up there every year and they fish and so it probably has articles about like lures (laughs)
1: okay so probably not a lot of like movie articles in there then. no no then psycho pike was featured (laughs) (laughs) it's probably not on the cover though (laughs) yeah not
0: on the cover i think it was a half page spread
1: was that the 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 thing that i shared that was on that facebook page oh okay that was that thing oh okay yeah yeah okay
0: yeah so there was an article in cottage country that was kind of like oh you know there's Cottage Country's first psychodrama and had an interview with the director whose name is Chris Pushun and yeah, just kind of, he was kind of saying that he was trying to make um, you know, a cult classic for the cottage set that people could watch at their cottage and so they made this murder movie about a fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and people really could not find it and wanted to see it for a really long time.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah uh, like, I, I looked that Facebook page up. Well, I was just like looking for news about this movie in general. And then I just stumbled on this Facebook page and I don't think they're like active anymore because I requested uh, membership like uh, a week ago ish um, Well, probably a little bit less, but there's no response. And I think you, the posts are all public, so you can see when the last activity was going on and it's like sometime last year um but there is some cool stuff there you can just go to that page i think it's called like where where is Psycho pike or something and there's like people who worked on this movie and and like actors and stuff and like there's not a lot of stuff there but there's some like um behind the scenes uh, photographs that they shared and i think there's like a guy who, who shared like a photo of of an original print that he has as well
0: oh yeah there was some kind of yeah there was like a film reel yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah
1: so that's so cool i mean like based on that you can probably release this movie properly Vinegar you Syndrome. Know? yeah
0: <laughs> just always calling for them to release yeah. the most obscure things so. yeah totally
1: um <laughs> this movie deserves it like uh I, i'm i mean i'm a fan i'm i'm yeah i'm i was pretty into this movie i would love <laughs> it if
0: yeah if if this got a release by vinegar syndrome yeah that would be so
1: cool i mean <laughs> i've seen way worse movies than this like beforehand you were like you watched it before me. you were like well Temporary expectations. I yeah. was like, oh boy, this is gonna just, be like some science crazed, uh, <laughs> Z grade stuff, but just it, in the, yeah, it's actually fairly well made,
0: totally. It just, I, I was, I said that because, like i mean that's just not a bad the,
1: thing to say like no. temper your expectations that's always a good thing like don't yeah, don't build it
0: up <laughs> i think people could come into psycho pike expecting like there's gonna be a, so many murders and it's gonna be oh, gory. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah yeah no and, no and, and it, that's like, not this what it mo- is like listen this movie gets bogged down <laughs> in some side plot
1: <laughs> yeah a little but I, I
0: was kind of into it as well no in a really charming entertaining way <laughs>
1: yeah because i don't know the movie just it starts and i feel i felt like um like right off the bat they introduce like this gang that's headed out to like uh what's it called lake shipagoo which is just a funny name <laughs> i mean <laughs> i was like if that's a real name then oh my god and then there's this crazy ralph character called willie T, and i i'm like oh so they're going for a bit of a like friday the Thirteenth jason vibe but maybe with a fish or um you know like uh a canadian rip on piranha or jaws but i don't know like i, I felt it just it was a bit other than those Um like there's some stuff in there that's just it's it surprised me but yeah well, you, we, you we'll think it's gonna that. be
0: slashery but it kind of <laughs> yeah zags it's not away it's not
1: um like there's definitely long periods in this movie where it's not really horror movie at all, even No.
0: It's like a draw, like a soap a soapy, you know, relationship drama yeah, between yeah, yeah. this like these these four characters, two women and two men where they're both couples but one of the guys dated the other oh,
1: yeah. woman. Yeah. Drama. And so like
0: his girl his new girlfriend is like feeling weird about the fact that his ex is there and then the guys have this weird thing about yeah. like well i'm with your ex now and and there's so much about that
1: relationship in this movie yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's almost kind of like twin peaksy melodrama like what's this doing here in this like piece of like schlocky genres and yeah, yeah sure <laughs> i i often i kind of wondered like
0: are they focusing so much on this drama because the kind of people that go up to cottages and the kind mm. of people that are going to be watching this movie are probably, like, the small-town people where, yeah. like, everyone knows everybody. and <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they were trying to go for that.
1: Yeah. It's definitely i can see him definitely like playing into that like trying to tap into something there maybe <laughs> that, that, yeah. that would explain it why it's in this movie <laughs> Willie t is great though oh my god i love Willie <laughs> t <laughs> yeah he's in a facebook group as well you know oh yeah, yeah i saw him like comment on some stuff and you, you can see like a, a a picture like his avatar and it's like that's oh my god that's Willie t <laughs> yeah just this guy like the way he delivers his lines like he's you know vincent price in a roger Corman movie like very <laughs> theatrical and campy just yeah. totally leaning into that um line deliveries which just amazing um yeah it brings a lot and, of color to it
0: <laughs> and while they're on their way up to the cottage there's
1: I, I noticed in your notes you have the feet kissing oh oh so gross <laughs> why <laughs> and and was he just kissing one of the girl's feet like he yeah the he, one girl puts her foot up through yeah, the like middle of the yeah. car and they're all like let's kiss but, but then he kisses her feet uh, her foot like one foot and then she Pulls it back and then there's another foot. And I was like, is that the same girl's foot or is the other girl like trying to get into some like feet kissing action there? Yeah, but yeah, that was fucking disgusting. It's the yeah. worst part of the movie, easily.
0: They're they're going up to the cottage to catch some lunkers. Oh my god, lunkers!
1: <laughs> Looks pretty pikey in there, eh?
0: <laughs> I don't think I had actually ever heard the term lunkers before watching this. Yeah,
1: no, me neither. But is that like i guess you've never heard it so it's not like necessarily a canadian term i guess or maybe it's very region specific
0: maybe or maybe i just don't know much about
1: fishing yeah yeah it must be that yeah i can yeah. see that being like more of a fishing term a yeah, lunker. They, i yeah. mean they say it <laughs> a lot all the time oh yeah <laughs> yeah it's just because of this movie it's become part of my vocabulary just like lunkers is in there now <laughs> yeah thank, thank you <laughs> psycho Pike, for lunkers <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So not only is Psycho Pike about a, you know, a four characters in this kind of not love triangle, love square. Mm, yeah. And um, it's also about a, you know, there there's some stuff leaking into the water and the guy's got to test the water. One of the, one of the guys on the way up there has this kind of like. You know, shady thing that he's getting into, where he needs yeah. to test the water. Yeah, for his for his uncle. His uncle
1: slats. <laughs> <laughs> the names are so good. And and he calls him Uncle Slats because his name is like you can hear later in the movie. It's called he's he's called Slattery. Like, if 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 you have an uncle and his last name is Slattery, are you gonna call him Uncle Slats? <laughs> I don't know. That's so weird. And and just this like whole little side story of like um, the guy's called Reg and he's there. Just, he's gone to Lake Shippagoo to collect water, um, to get like scientifically tested, like at a lab. And I'm not sure what the end goal was there, but, but he's doing it for his uncle Slats. And the first time you see him, he's just like, um, Reg is calling his uncle, and his uncle picks the phone and he's like somewhere in this like dank, smoky room with a fan and you can't make out his face. Like it's super ominous and just weird. like. I did not expect that kind of scene in this movie, and like it's it's those kind of moments where I'm, like perked up, like ooh, what's what's happening here? Even you know, <laughs> yeah. So there's so like, um,
0: I like I guess the end goal is there is the the uncle needs a cl- needs the water to test clean yeah, so that yeah. he can like buy it and then like turn it into something else. Yeah, yeah. He just yeah, needs yeah. the clean thing. There's some kind of like business deal going on.
1: Yeah, I know. He says something like, um, the water needs to get worse before it can get better. Yeah. Which is like, (laughs) this is like some villain just scheming and talking in nonsense. Just, (laughs) it's so, um, like I said, at first I was expecting like maybe a slasher or just more like a straightforward animal attack movie, but this kind of stuff that they're now mentioning you won't find that in like friday 13 or john there's i feel like there's a little bit of that in piranha with like fish testing and stuff yeah um, a little bit more in that yeah for sure yeah this is like
0: yeah if you've seen any of the kind of like very regional horror movies that get put out by companies like vinegar syndrome mm. there's a lot of this kind of stuff where it feels like it's sort of a horror movie Mm. it's also like sort of funny like they're they're not taking themselves too seriously but it's like that kind of super regional just feels like its own thing even though it's kind of pulling from all these other things yeah yeah totally. it's
1: very specific um yeah like i put in my notes as well like um like you could sort of call it a comedy but it's not Jokes like there's never like a joke delivery or anything, but it's it's definitely leaning into like the goofy nature of just um, like a, a way that only horror movies can be goofy, sort of, you know. Like it, it reminded me a lot of I don't know if if, you, if you've ever seen Blades. Um, it's a, it's a movie that Trauma distributed. Um, very similar. Also like very specific. Uh, basically, jaw set at a, a at a golfing course it's a good movie it's it's in tone quite similar to this I'd say nice yeah good one yeah I gotta watch that Mm, totally yeah even
0: when this movie gets like wacky like i know what you mean like there's no there's no like jokes or punchlines mm. like the stuff with the businessmen from hong kong is really goofy that's They're, like, super goofy yeah doing kung fu on the like on the dock and then yeah. there's this that the pike is jumping up in the background going like yeah
1: yeah, yeah. like <laughs> just keeps getting thrown <laughs> into like on screen <laughs> yeah this yeah, guy's amazing just, like yeah it's so good holy shit just that, that whole <laughs> i love scene. that stuff. and 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 <laughs> at the end of the scene like um one of the guys gets like killed right away and the other one is like doing the Kung Fu or like karate or whatever, just drunk kicks and punches mm-hmm. and the Pike gets his arm and he eats yeah. it and he burps like the Pike burps <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. You know? So good. Yeah. Great, great stuff. Um, <laughs> Classic. I do.
0: I will say that <laughs> every scene in this movie where people are in a boat and the psycho Pike is going to attack them. Yeah. Um, people are constantly jumping into the water
1: <laughs> yeah yeah just like right away like that's their yeah. escape from a fish into the water <laughs> yeah
0: like I, like the two guys in a boat and one of them gets pulled in by something and the other guy goes and like just goes into
1: <laughs> is that the scene with like the two dudes are fishing and and um they're talking about like um i think they're like drinking beer or one of them is drinking beer and he says something like um uh like smoking isn't good for you and he says like yeah that's why i drink the beer because the beer neutralizes the smoke and yeah. then the guy the older guy he catches the fish and he says something like 15 pounds of throbbing, pulsating bike right there Ugh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> just so fucking too descriptive man <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah uh,
0: and i see in your notes you made note that he puts a cigarette in the fish mouth for jokes
1: <laughs> yeah yeah he just he just has fun with the fish you know uh, he kisses the fish and he says i love this fish i just love him and then yeah he puts a cigarette in his mouth and damn blammo the pike just chomps his hand yeah so good <laughs> yeah. yeah the
0: the so the pike attacks in this movie are pretty pretty good like they're yeah. pretty entertaining yeah. and and when you get the close-ups of the pike like i love them. yeah it looks like a little like fake pike but it's also kind of awesome
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah totally <laughs> yeah I, I love the pike um and like seeing those behind the scenes uh photographs that people were uh, putting up in a facebook uh, page you can see like yeah it's just the head of a pike a lot of the times and just like hands trying to you know yeah. like put it on screen, like the head of it. and
0: Well, there's a really notable photo of the main actor yeah. on the cover of the bootlegs and, and some of the images on the internet mm. where he's got the pike on his neck and he looks mildly... <laughs> mildly surprised
1: he, he looks like he's about to sneeze basically <laughs> yeah. that's that's the extent of his emotion on that photo yeah but
0: yeah there's a version of that on the facebook page where you can see the guys handle yeah, it like yeah, It's yeah, like yeah just half of a little thing yeah
1: yeah and and for a long time like uh the 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 main poster that you uh find on like uh, the movie database and letterbox was just like that photo sort of but w- what without seeing like what's going on behind the scenes you know And like the bottom of it just like in this weird vomity greenish tint it said like psycho pike and um yeah just not not a poster at all you know like uh to the point where i'm like i was trying to look for like a proper poster but you know if this movie has never like properly been distributed or released or whatever uh what's even out there you know like someone did share a poster and on the facebook group as well that i uploaded to letterbox now and that looks like a proper poster i have no idea where that came from um it, the guy also didn't explain just said like found this semi-high-res poster for psycho pike uh <laughs> it's also fake, <vague>, you know <laughs> but that that makes this movie like uh, a proper discovery for me
0: yeah yeah absolutely mm-hmm. and like i mentioned before about this kind of being like sort of a, a jokey movie but not really like we had that brief uh, discussion so there there is like a kind of a th- a theme in canadian film of this kind of like riffing on genres because there's a movie called revenge of the radioactive reporter which is almost a um yeah it's a- it's almost a toxic avenger-esque kind of movie but it's a comedy and then there's another movie called big meat eater which i believe is sort of a th- a throwback to like science fiction-y kind of stuff and then another one called Pink Chiquitas. So there's like kind of a a theme here of like Canadian genre like riffs that are slightly comedic. Um, but I haven't. I've only seen Revenge of the Radioactive Report. That's, a, that's the, the only one two. I
1: know. The other two I've never even heard of. But uh, yeah. I've seen the not even a radioactive reporter but yeah i I do know the cover though i've seen it like a couple of times but it's a
0: notable cover yeah (laughs) yeah melting, very schlocky (laughs) yeah um and a a theme on hoser horror here two movies so far that i know of based on books we had the the pit and then this is loosely i guess based on a 1982 novel called the pike
1: you have to assume loosely because how, how can this movie be well there's a lot of movies supposedly based on books. Like, I mean, isn't Cobra supposed to be based on a book yeah. as well? And that's like, yeah. nothing. Uh, okay, get. I guess, sure, maybe, <laughs> like, yeah, I guess anything can be. <laughs> yeah. Appar-
0: apparently, they were gonna make a version of this movie called, like, a version of the book called The Pike with like Joan Collins and Oh, like a out. Yeah, but it never happened, mm. and I don't know. I-, I think this just sounds like. One of those situations where somebody had a book or something and <laughs> was like, "I'll make a movie that's about a killer fish" because I saw the cover of this book or
1: something. Yeah, I bet they didn't even read the book, or yeah. like, it's it's probably definitely not credited as like an inspiration, in, like the movie's mm-hmm. credits. I have to assume. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, um, and then one of my notes here, I have so there's a really popular and uh, some would say legendary Canadian sportsman named Red Fisher. So he had a show on CTV called the Red Fisher Show. It was like a fishing and hunting show. Um you you see this influence into things. There's a very uh, popular Canadian comedy show called The Red Green Show, which was like a parody of Red Fisher. Um but in this movie the real Red Fisher shows up at the end briefly, which is kind of a notable um get for this uh, this kind of a movie like I mean like I'm not very familiar with Red Fisher. I, I'm more familiar with Red Green because that was like a hugely popular com- comedic show. But it it seems like this would be a big a big get for a movie like this to have Red. Yeah,
1: Fisher I, I mean, I've seen people mention that. I'm like, I have no idea who Red Fisher is, but it, it must be yeah. like a big deal if people keep mentioning that. I mean, maybe he like,
0: would do it. Like, maybe he's the kind of guy that, like, at that point in his life, he would yeah. do anything. I don't know, but it uh, does seem like yeah. no, very notable.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, like uh, after I saw the movie I saw that like pop up in a couple of reviews and I was like uh, oh, okay who who, yeah. who did he play but apparently he plays himself in the movie
0: yeah like at the end there's, there's oh. like he's I think he shows up like as a fisherman or something
1: oh okay 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 yeah I'll have to look back
0: yeah Psycho Pike I mean I definitely found some of it dragging <laughs> with the drama but it it is one of those movies where, if you're on its wavelength, yeah, it's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it like I said, it definitely clicked for me. Like I'm, I gave it five stars, but uh, I'm not I'm not here saying this is a masterpiece on any level. But yeah, I mean, like you say, if if you can get on its level, it's it's pretty amusing. Like like I said, it, it tones like a very specific kind of goofy. Uh, that i really like and there's just just like really (laughs) kind of like a little distasteful comedy in it with like uh people just farting when they like like there's a scene with this cop who um he comes to warn warn the kids uh about this guy who you see get killed in the intro basically and then he leaves and he just farts one out just because I don't know farts are funny you know and and <laughs> like with yeah you gotta <laughs> and the fish like burping when he eats like uh like like an arm you know kind of stupid oh, oh my god and I almost didn't uh, mention this but this whole thing about like um at one point Willie T is he 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 learns about um this thing that reg is doing with like the water uh, samples like basically um Deceiving them, uh, sending in fake, fake river samples of like another water source or whatever, and he tries to blackmail him. And I think this is why what I'm about to mention happens in the movie. Like at one point, this like uh, at first I just figured this guy was German, but I I, I think I looked it up and in and the credits and it says Austrian man or something. This guy with like a you know like a Germanic accent. He shows up and uh at willie t's place and he wants to take a photo of willie t's as he sh- as he calls it shite house his his shit house and at this point i'm like what the fuck is happening here and, and this guy he goes on about like well you know how people keep magazines and books next to the toilets so why not have a book about toilets on your coffee table <laughs> i'm like is is this just had says is this like an episode of Seinfeld all of a sudden, like with Kramer <laughs> on his coffee book? <laughs> but and and then later on, this this shit comes back in the movie, like in the story, at a point where I was like, <laughs> I had well I hadn't forgotten about it. There's a be, lot be, of
0: subplots. Yeah,
1: I hadn't forgot about it because it's fucking insane. But then later on you find out he this guy basically planted a bomb in a shit house. Because I guess this guy worked for Uncle Slats, who Willie T was trying to blackmail. I think that that is what happened, but the, the movie doesn't really care to explain. Like I was just really paying attention, trying to figure out why is all this shit with this Austrian guy and the shit house and the bomb happening. There's a fucking bomb explosion in this movie because there's... <sighs> yeah i mean yeah it, it gets how, it gets real
0: bogged down in so many different like it's like nonsense every, yeah every character can't just be like oh i'm just a character no here no for no a minute it's like okay now we're gonna follow them home and there's a bomb in the thing <laughs> yeah
1: i mean it adds color to the movie like there's no i i can't like for this reason i cannot call this movie a boring movie there's too mm-hmm. much weirdness in this um yeah you know
0: yeah. yeah, and if you stick to the end, you'll get a little uh, surprise in the credits. Yeah, uh,
1: <laughs> see this th- this thing like in the credits, right at the end, there's two lines that say well, the first one says "P.S. Gavin number six is okay," and the second line goes, "Jake, where are you? <laughs> what kind of code is this? What are they? I know. What are they doing here? This is I, like I, legit some Twin Peaks shit."
0: <laughs> I wonder about like. The cabin thing was like did that have something to do with like the cabin in the movie is okay or, you know what i mean I don't it's know.
1: probably something very banal you know yeah. like it has no meaning it's just like a little inside thing <laughs> like uh jake is probably some camera guy who didn't show up or whatever first yeah, for a, for a for single a day. day like this is also <laughs> a reason though why i wanted to get into that facebook group and maybe ask someone like does anyone know what's up with this credits thing <laughs> Yeah,
0: but yeah well, I ha- the, the main actors on that facebook group doug miller i think he said i i'm that guy in that photo yeah yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly so you'll so, be
1: able to answer that yeah you have to assume you know or like he let's make... interview him <laughs> oh yeah yeah i should try <laughs> like uh yeah who knows you know yeah um, psycho pike amazing <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think so at least um yeah
0: totally <laughs> <laughs> and from killer fish we move on to a sequel to a movie like years and years prior um Food of the Gods 2, aka NAW, which is about killer rats. You're a brilliant scientist. You used an experimental growth hormone on a kid? It started out as an experiment to save mankind. Amazing. This is the food of the gods. I'll just settle for an antidote. But it ended up as a nightmare. That could destroy the world. Help! Help! Ah! For those with a taste for terror. No! Food of the gods, too. Directed by Damien Lee, who people <laughs> will know from Ski School and Abraxas Guardian <clears> of <throat> the Universe. I've never seen the um, Braxis. Oh, yeah, Guardian of the Universe. Yeah, yeah. Abraxas is pretty wild. It's
1: supposed to be really, really bad, but, you know. So, yeah, that... some people
0: really like it, and yeah. I last time I watched it, I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> but in, like, a way that's just... In a way where I was like, I can't watch this right now. Okay,
1: is it just too weird, or...
0: it just, I didn't understand what was going on, and I wasn't paying close enough attention. I was like, I can't right now with this movie. But, but is it like... <laughs> this nonsense movie. Is it like
1: a boring movie, or is it like at least visually oh, no. interesting no I,
0: I don't think it's boring i need mm. to get back to it okay. i gotta circle back on it
1: i mean it's a movie with jesse ventura and yeah in the, is he in the lead the role body. or
0: yeah I yeah think he is the guardian of the universe yeah
1: yeah yeah but well I that think. doesn't necessarily mean he's a lead but he's at least an important part of the movie but uh, yeah it's it's again one of those covers that i've seen like a million times just like browsing Letterboxd. i'm like so maybe i should watch this and then i check the reviews again and i'm like maybe i shouldn't <laughs> yeah, yeah. so i will probably get around to it
0: <laughs> yeah and ski school i have uh well years ago on my old podcast time bandits we did ski school and ski patrol together hmm. and i always have found ski patrol to be the superior film
1: i have <laughs> probably seen ski school but it's been so long like it feels like one of those movies that were just on tv like late night i'm like what's this oh okay it's a boner comedy just like skiing and boobies uh but i do not remember anything from it but ski patrol i actually just watched not very long ago based on your recommendation (laughs) like i don't want to give too much weight to that word uh, to that word like recommendation but it's it's fun Ish. it's bad
0: but for some for i just ski school i've always found to be very broy. yeah and it yeah, has yeah. that very like homophobic misogynistic undertones yeah and ski patrol is like it's, i fell over and then a dog farted and looked at the camera it's, it's pretty
1: good natured and <laughs> yeah and, well like i don't like i said i don't really remember ski school but like based on what i remember like just you know yeah, it's
0: one of those movies where the two main guys that you're supposed to think are like the cool party guys are yeah. like, no, you are such assholes. So yeah, like, yeah, go yeah, away. yeah, totally. It's, isn't
1: isn't uh, what's this guy? <laughs> you know, Rockula. I forget his name. Yeah,
0: Dean Cameron. Yeah, isn't he in, yeah, that? He's yeah, in yeah, that? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I kind of like Dean Cameron. I know most people find them obnoxious, but you know, I grew up. Yeah, I grew up watching uh, Summer School a lot. Summer School, and, yeah. Nothing you know, wrong with it. Chainsaw. Um, <laughs> that was like. Uh, as a preteen like yeah you know that was like a big deal like whoa these guys totally. are into horror movies and you know <laughs> and it's chill and
0: and it was like a a pretty light lightly rated movie that had a scene where they did the reenactment and it was all gory yeah and kinda like yeah got exposed to gore that way
1: yeah like i very vividly remembered those scenes that was so that was so cool back in the day a carl reiner movie as well like carl reiner makes pretty great great comedies uh
0: yeah um, so Food of the Gods 2, a.k.a. Naw, 1989. Naw. Oh, hell no. Directed nah. by... Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, hell no. <nah. laughs> hell no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, this is a movie that I hadn't seen in... I Like, I feel like I had this on VHS when I was in high school, but I don't really remember anything about it other than a couple scenes, and so I'm not even sure if I'd watched the whole thing before or just seen clips, but this was my first fresh go at it, I would say.
1: Oh, okay. Well, and this
0: was your second right
1: yeah sort of second maybe third but um, I, I think I saw like a like a stretch of it um, has to be more like 15 years ago Now they used to air this um, like um, program ish here like a, like a programmation of like bad movies uh, in Belgium called like night of distaste or whatever and I, I i caught a stretch of uh food of the gods 2 on that and all i remember is really the pool scene at the end with like the giant rats but uh yeah i completely forgot about that movie and then i think like when I, f- well fairly new to letterbox still like probably been using it like for a year like finding okay well like pretty um underrated horror movies uh mm-hmm. came around to it rewatching it watching it for the first time like uh complete yeah. completely uh yeah i quite dug it back then um must be like i think 2 or 3 years ago ish yeah and then yeah rewatched it just uh, just today actually yeah
0: yeah um so shot at york university shot in mississauga as well i believe so there's some Canadian stuff going on in here Uh, yeah yeah yeah, North York so uh, although in my notes I did say uh, Damien Lee doesn't set the film in Canada so he's a traitor
1: yeah exactly (laughs) not a true Canadian (laughs)
0: no (laughs) fuck you
1: (laughs) yeah you've got like um cops with uniforms with little American flags like on their shoulders and stuff so that's that's uh that's a traitor that's a bad one. yeah
0: i think in the exploitation review they mentioned that there there was these like very iconic stickers on a lot of canadian cars in the windows yeah. and and i think in their review they said like you can even know, see where they like taped over those stickers and like Boo.
1: how dare you burns <laughs> eh yeah oh, oh take off <laughs> yeah that's not cool um yeah yeah like um it's, it's, you know, it, it, like the entire movie, it, it, there's some like Canadian actors in there as well. Uh, like I looked it up because I don't know like uh, who's Canadian, who's not. And especially in this movie, you can't really tell based on the accents or whatever. Um, uh, like the only actor I like recognize is a guy called Colin Fox. who's kind of like a character actor. Uh, but he speaks like with a british accent in this movie i don't know if he always does that but he isn't he is from ontario at least yeah so he's an actual it's
0: it it's funny because um i was when i first turned this on emma was with me and sometimes emma will like not recognize somebody when i say their name that i would be like oh i thought maybe you would recognize that person but like anytime i put a canadian movie on there she has a very uncanny ability to be like this is canadian like imme- <laughs> like immediately when i put food of the gods 2 on she was like this is canadian and i was kind of like whoa how do you know yeah. i didn't really like play my hand yeah and she was like oh well that guy's famous she's been in road to avonlea this guy's like a canadian and i was like oh damn man <laughs> like
1: uh, <laughs> wait like i don't know that <laughs> yeah get get emma on the podcast man yeah <laughs> <laughs> she's got like a, a, a hoser dar you know <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> sweet <laughs> but yeah, yeah it's it's, it's definitely it doesn't feel like very out, outspokenly canadian which is it has, there, kind of what yeah. you're looking for here though it has there's a there is like a weird thing
0: about canadian movies of the 80s and 90s where there's like a like a, a je ne sais quoi yeah like a vibe like, to it yeah there's yeah, just kn- something to them yeah i know yeah. what you mean yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, other
1: than that mm.
0: yeah so this movie is um so psycho pike was a movie about the water gets tainted and then now there's a psycho pike this movie is very like the 90s are happening people are you know going to these animal testing laboratories and they are you know out front with their picket signs it's very like we're gonna take an old movie which was about you know killer rats and we're gonna put our little twist on it which is we got to break out these animals and like, yeah, uh, animal rights activism plays into the role of the sort of inciting incident. Yeah.
1: Well. Yeah. Like right away, it's, it's, uh, there's some stuff in there like that, but th- th- have you ever even seen like the first movie, the original? No. Oh, okay. Cause me neither, but it's, it's that one's not Canadian though. That's, is it it's, or it's, is it not i don't think it is i looked it up um okay on Letterboxd, then i think it's well yeah i'm pretty i'm pretty it, sure i looked a... it up i think it's just like an american movie like an american yeah because it's an
0: hg wells joint yeah yeah yeah
1: um yeah but it has like nothing to do with this one really like it's just like a sequel and name i think they were supposed to like originally the intention was to make like a proper sequel but then they just kind of did their own thing because, yeah, I think it kept getting put off and then it just became sort of its own thing. Um, but yeah. yeah. And it
0: really, the, and I like your notes about the inciting incident where there's just <laughs> no way to get into it.
1: I mean, you have to mention this. You've, you've got to. It's
0: the first time you saw the movie starts like... Um, there's yeah there's people protesting animal rights yada 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 there's all this stuff and then you you would think that then we're going to get into the animal stuff but nope. the first time you fu- you understand what's going yeah. on in this movie is the main character gets called to a house where a woman is like I need your help and he's like the scientist guy so yeah. he's going to come help scientist her and man. so he, yeah he shows up and the woman is like oh thank god you're here and in the background because it's a perspective shot a like oh huge child comes out of this room it's like a kid in a in a room that's made to look really small so he looks huge and he just comes into the room and says i'd like you to get the fuck out of here (laughs) And this kid's like six years old or something.
1: Yeah, I think he gets like two lines in the movie, and they're oh, they're both like very, very just ag- yeah, aggressive the other and is like get out of here, you bitch yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 and he spits and, and yeah, <laughs> it's that scene.
0: Like I'm, I should have rated this five stars on based Letterboxd on that, just That's just because of that. That
1: scene is five stars. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. His. The, his the way that the kid is so mad <laughs> yeah and and so he he looks like just you know like you drag him into photoshop and you just like stretch him out yeah you know it's like the proportions are so weird He's just been like yeah. blown up like a balloon yeah
0: it's maybe one of my favorite openings of a movie yeah but that's just it, something that you're tossed into in this
1: film yeah and and i mean that's such a weird decision to like make this the inciting incident of like why uh everything just kickstarts into motion you know like this there's a discovery of like a growth hormone that this lady was using on this kid because he's he was having issues growing I guess um but just I mean I love the fact that they did this like use this inciting incident and and like I, I'm tempted to even call it inspired because it could, could I mean, it could have just been, like, the professor stumbling on, on, on like, doing experiments and, whoops, I've created a growth uh, hormone and my rats uh, start started eating him and, yeah, whatever. But, no, <laughs> they just lump in this thing with the giant kid and it's amazing.
0: Yeah, I mean, this movie, the gist of it outside of that is, yeah, eventually some rats get this in them and they're huge and they're killing people and... There's a bunch of stuff about, you know, they're doing tests on animals and stuff. But the most inspired thing about it is whenever it cuts back to those perspective shots of stuff, like there's a really wild, like, dream sequence oh, where this yeah. guy is, like, having sex and then he turns huge and he's like, <laughs> what's going on?
1: <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, having a sex dream about this college student who isn't his girlfriend and... Uh, she kind of flirts with him a little bit like earlier in the movie it's it's barely flirt but still i guess like there's something going on there and he just dreams that he's like injecting himself with the growth hormone and he becomes like you know like the kid basically like blown up uh, using photoshop and, and yeah i made a, i made a gif of that and put it on twitter and it's it it looks so weird it's like this guy just pasted on well sort of on top of her like it it, it looks it looks kind of goofy but <laughs> i don't know and and the girl's like really into it like the fact that he's so big now and i'm like <laughs> that that has to hurt like this, this guy's like twice his normal size now like on every There's some logistics in every way then, then. <laughs> no yeah no that just can't work <laughs> <laughs> and and like this whole scene just doesn't serve any purpose really but it's a great scene. It's it's visually fun. <laughs> it's got to be there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what else? How how are you making like these horror movies for? You've got to make like got to be creative.
0: I'm glad in your notes you put that um I forgot. I like this is the thing about this movie. So the rats killing people are is is awesome and the big fake rats are dope. But until I read in your note that it was the, the rats got into the tomatoes that had the hormones in them and that's how they got big i had totally forgotten how How,
1: that happened how else would they have gotten big then
0: (laughs) yeah i just couldn't remember because all i remember are the rats killing people and the people getting big Uh, it's just a really weird movie yeah
1: i mean it doesn't really matter like the logistics of like you know a horror movie or whatever you've seen tons of them it's always there's there's a reason sure sometimes they do a shit job explaining him so whatever but yeah he's he's just like doing experiments on these tomatoes with the growth hormone and the rats get into the tomatoes and then yeah yeah and awry. so people start getting
0: killed like uh in your notes about those two uh kids who go to have sex
1: yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's that's another weird scene there's like five star scenes in this movie that's like uh i'd say like three three and a half four like i it, it, i i think first time i saw it like properly the entire thing i gave the four stars now i went to three even though i still enjoyed it but um yeah it seems like that one with the kids who like uh, these are like nothing characters i don't think they've like been introduced uh before or whatever but just like kids going at it like in the bushes like just outside of the school like uh next to basically like the front gate or, or whatever and a guy called carlos and he just his his character trait is that he has to pee a lot, and like they're about to get it on and then this, this guy has to pee again like as they're about to get it on and he goes against a tree and he sings la cucaracha <laughs> and then he gets bit in his fucking butt by a giant rat and then there's a chase with like a pov (laughs) shot of the rat and there's a lot of pov chases you know uh like rat chases and they're all amazing but this one especially like with that build up and this (laughs) little stupid song that he was singing this yeah and the rat bit him in the butt (laughs) yeah you know so good it happens (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
0: and I, I, I love that you mentioned that uh, the Cucaracha, and then also there's this like remix of Three Blind Mice. Like, yeah. And the one guy, the professor in the movie, I f- totally forgot about this until I read your note about it. He like oh, picks it... a flute up and starts playing Three Blind. Like they, yeah, they yeah, keep doing that. That's the
1: thing that he uses to like basically. He has this like pet uh, white rat that he just basically keeps on his shoulder as he's doing experiments uh, in his lab. And then whenever the rat's like, for example, he can't find the rat in his lap, he just plays three blind mice on his little flute, and then the rat shows up. And then later on in the movie, um, when you know, like shit has completely hit the fan, there's giant rats everywhere, killing people. Um, he, uh, I think, he tries to like get in touch with his uh, white pet rat, who is also grown like ginormous. And, and he has like this boombox where the like the synthy rocky version of Tree blind mice is playing on as well and that's that's again such a goofy thing to put in this movie but yeah i was into it <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah and then uh there is one really gnarly effect scene where a guy melts that's pretty sweet yeah
1: yeah like some you know uh just reminding me of like in Ro- you, you remember in like robocop when that guy gets like acid yeah. dumped on him basically that kind of thing yeah uh, a
0: lot of good like bladder effects on the yeah 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 and yeah, he gets real melted, and
1: you can see the guy administering the effects even if you <laughs> look you don't even have you don't even have to look carefully <laughs> you will see it I didn't and... notice until you sent it to me oh Jesus really <laughs> I, I was like um so this scene is happening and this guy is like oozing pus out of his face because he's he's, he's he, he kind of cut himself uh while he was like um looking you know like that little piece of glass where you like look at a specimen underneath a hor- and, uh, a microscope and he kind of cuts himself, and the shit gets in there, and he starts mutating, mutating and leaking pus. And while that is happening, I, I'm I'm looking at the, like the corner of my screen. And I'm like, I'm seeing hands, and I'm like, wait a minute, was there someone else in that room? I'm pretty sure that he was alone in that room. <laughs> and I'm looking carefully, and I'm seeing I'm seeing like a guy like working syringes to make sure the pus comes out of his face. I'm like. <laughs> holy crap that's like I mean I've seen like mic drops uh in in all, all you know this level of movie that's like it doesn't even phase me anymore but this kind of shit is some next level like um um hello I'm seeing the effects guy and <laughs> how can anyone miss that shit? Uh, I mean I'm, I'm I mean, sure it's not like the focal point you know you're looking at the guy's face exploding sort of like slowly but still it's it's, I'm surprised you missed it because it's so like in your face you know (laughs) yeah there's yeah
0: I I don't know it's kind of like in the corner and yeah when you showed me the photo i was like wow that's yeah. just like a dude's arm administering the, the syringe to make the bladder effects go up and
1: down yeah and it's <laughs> and it's not just one shot it's like lingers on that shit like for like at least like five seconds because you can see him working the syringes a couple of times because the first time i'm seeing the hands i'm like oh okay there there must have been like i don't know like a corpse in half room or something or someone taking a nap or whatever but it it lasts so long and you see him working the syringes i'm like okay okay i see what's happening here that's just a fuck up (laughs) sure hope someone got fired for that boner
0: (laughs) yeah i i find that this movie like you know psycho pike had that weird regional feeling Hmm. and this movie has that 90s there's something about 90s horror where they felt like they needed to throw in these really kind of bizarre things like the, the sex scenes yeah, and the kid yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. It has this very weird kind of like alternative 90s horror thing going on. And, and I it's really 90s found though. that to be entertaining. No, it's 89. It's just right? like
1: on the cusp. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it feels very like 80s transitioning into the 90s. Like it feels, it's like ultimate... 89 vibes in this movie like with the music as well and the way it's like the way it's shot as well like um, um just the soundtrack you know it's like this mix of like kind of like using synths but with like a rock rockish undertone but mixed with like more classical horror stuff like uh, more like gothic vibes here and there and there's like a really great montage of the the professor's name's mark i, I think He's like doing sciency stuff with like neon green liquids, you know. Like he's yeah. fucking uh, Doctor Dreadful, <laughs> and um, <laughs> a, a really great montage with this kind of music. Like over, I'm like, yes, this is the vibe. This is super 1989, man. <laughs> Very into that stuff. Yeah.
0: And so they yeah, have they get all their rats in the um there's a big rat attack scene and oh yeah, in the pool. Yeah. And that's a whole part of the plot, which is like we gotta open this pool. Yeah, that's like it, it turns <laughs> like into jaws. jaws
1: for a little bit, yeah. Like uh, <laughs> Yeah. Listen, this pool's important and we're gonna open yeah, it Yeah, <laughs> we can't not open it. There's synchronized singing uh swimming supposed to happen in like five yeah. minutes, so <laughs> screw these rats. That's that's yeah. not real. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so then there's a bunch of oversized rats in the pool eating people, which is awesome.
1: Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Totally.
0: And what do they do? do? They blow them up? How do they kill them again?
1: Yeah, they just, um, you know, the professor guy lures them out with the tree blind mice jam that he has on his boombox. And basically, I think there's like cops surrounding them on buildings and they just, bla- they just blast them. And yeah, that's uh, that wasn't a fun scene to watch. Like, even if it's like, you know, f- fake rats, I'm like, oh. You know this is this is kind of why i i've mentioned this before in, in several reviews in the letterbox like i do not really love animal attack movies because it's you know people who make movies they aren't concerned about animals they just want to make a movie and you can feel that a lot of time yeah um
0: i definitely get but that but then on
1: the other hand i do love a, a good monster movie i love monster movies but The thing with monster movies and the ones i love especially it's it feels more like it's just people playing with big toys and when i get that vibe that it's all just fake and practical effects and suits and and whatever amazing i love it and this movie's like both kind of so
0: yeah it it I, I i agree with you um when you go and you watch stuff like apparently the original movie food of the gods there's a lot of just like well, they shot a bunch of rats and then in like something like uh the kingdom of the spiders it's like okay we let we let like a million tarantulas out and then we drove a truck through the scene and so you're like holy shit but i i i did find... i know what you mean and and i did thankfully this movie doesn't get into that territory i mean it gets into the the territory of like they put they put a you know some of the animals in cages and stuff and you're a little bit like oh this thing they don't want to be in that for this movie there's (laughs) another
1: scene though like right at the end with the white rat um i think she's supposed to be like dying or whatever but it's it's like whatever you're seeing it all looks like fake blood and whatever but i'm like this rat was sedated. The way she's lying there and stuff, and yeah, it's like
0: moving around like it's dragging its yeah, legs. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's not very cool, but that's that's the worst that got in this movie, and I've seen worse. Even
0: than... in Psycho Pike, you know, like when they're cutting open the fish they've caught, I'm like yuck. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't absolutely, watch this. but
1: uh, it it. it does feel a bit different because those fish are probably already dead like i don't i don't want to see like live animals get fucking killed on, on camera preferably like you know i can stomach that shit but it just i just don't, no you know you don't want to especially i, I just when don't enjoy surprise. it you know it's it's yeah. it brings it brings the movie down
0: totally so yeah yeah no i totally get that I I did love that scene at the end when they just open fire and all the big fake rats. <laughs> I was just like, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it's all fake, so yeah, sure, yeah, whatever, exactly. you know. And they're right forever, my man yeah <laughs> don't yeah that yeah
0: <laughs> tricked you into that yeah, yeah
1: people know <laughs> i know that reference i mean what <laughs> oh, okay oh you said yeah because it's a simpsons reference okay. yeah not because you're not because of
0: actually forever because you're um, because you're a gun nut no <laughs> yeah uh i at the end of this movie also they do that thing where it's like all the rats are dead. Yeah, but wait.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, the stinger. That's.
0: It's the kid, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's one final scene where, but I don't think you see the kid, but you see, like, you see like his hand, and it's gotten like yeah, so fucking huge. And and it and I said out loud,
0: um, to Emma when that happened, yeah. I was like, "Is the kid a killer now?" Yeah, i think that happened <laughs> like am i supposed to be scared that that angry kid is alive
1: <laughs> i mean you the, the, i think the next shot you, you don't really see what happens to the lady but the next shot is like a door just busted right right open and then the movie just ends its credits and you're like um i'd like some closure about the giant kid like if not in this movie please give me another movie but there is no Foot of the gods part three so Th- that's all folks <laughs> food of the gods part three honey i blew up the.
0: Kid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's your sequel go watch yeah. that <laughs> oh man yeah.
0: yeah so food of the gods 2 and psycho pike uh what we usually do is we we, we give a yes or no to the like official hoser horror canon mm are you saying a, a yes or a no on these movies
1: uh a hard yes on psycho pike it just feels like essential um canadian hidden gem you know totally uh food of the gods uh it's it's a pretty fun movie yeah it's borderline but is it like essential like hoser horror you know it's yeah, probably it's, not it's it's Canadian. Yeah. On, on one hand, it's Canadian enough, but on the other hand, it's also not not Canadian enough uh, a yeah. little bit.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm with you. I'm a I'm a hard yes on Psycho Pike. If not just for the fact that it was so hard to find for so long and it was almost lost, and now we get to like watch this and be and experience such a interesting like small town cottage life made movie. Um. And I always love that. And yeah, I'm with you on Food of the Gods. Food of the Gods is is fruit of the gods 2 sorry is a movie that i would be like you should get to it yeah yeah totally <laughs> like it there's a lot here that's fun and bonkers but in terms of it's like canadiana or yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. as a canadian horror movie i,
1: I don't know i mean it's, if you're it's, if you're being strict probably no but yeah it's uh, the thing that that like keeps me from saying no it's that it's a pretty fun movie yeah. So
0: yeah, like, m- come to Nah, Food of the Gods two just for like a what the fuck horror movie, yeah. and go to Psycho Pike for like a shot of Canada in your arm. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Because it's so Canadian. <laughs> just so many like, oh yeah, eh? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, kind of people. Yeah,
1: good stuff. I love yeah. Psycho Pike. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Amazing. Well, that's our episode of Hoser Horror. Uh, as I mentioned off the top of the episode, you can find us at back-row.com and on all of the social media: Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are Back Row Cinna Blog. And uh, do we have a hint for our next episode? Is the next episode we'll be taking a car ride into some backwoods? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, we'll, let's... we'll get lost in the in the woods and get some revenge. Let's go for a rip, eh? Yeah, let's go out for... that's <laughs> Out for a rip in the backwoods. Yeah. <laughs> uh, amazing. Well, where can people find you?
1: Uh, just Twitter, letterboxed at carlogosboom. Find me there. Yeah.
0: And you can find me on letterboxed at yckmd underscore, and that is also my Twitter. So, uh, as always, uh, we'll see you next, Hoser Horror. And... Go to back
1: row. Do it. (laughs) And uh, drink some maple syrup. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Watch out for the lunkers.